Hello and welcome to the Rhesus Medicine Podcast with me, Dr. Reese Welnichuk, where I take medical topics and try to make them easier to remember. These podcasts are based on the YouTube videos and PDFs are available on Patreon. With that being said, let's get on with it. Menopause is the biological stage when menstruation stops permanently due to the loss of ovarian follicular activity. The traditional definition for this is the cessation of periods for 12 consecutive months with no other explanation. The average age at which it occurs in the Western world is 51 years, while this is slightly younger in Asian people at around 49 years. We know that from menarche, that is, the first menstrual period, that in general, females undergo an ovulatory cycle approximately every 28 days. This is divided into the follicular and luteal phases, the first being characterised by development of follicles in the ovary. At around day 14, a surge of follicle-stimulating hormone and luteinizing hormone leads to the release of the egg from the dominant follicle, called ovulation. This marks the beginning of the luteal phase, where the remnant of the developed follicle, called the corpus luteum, releases estrogen and progesterone to maintain the endometrium ready for implantation. There is a fixed number of eggs within the female body that decreases with each cycle of ovulation. This supply is usually depleted in the mid-40s, resulting in less production of hormones, particularly estrogen, which ultimately leads to the development of the symptoms. Menopause is a natural part of a female's life, but there are other causes of menopause. For example, undergoing surgical removal of the ovaries is termed surgical menopause, and treatment-induced menopause that can result from treatment such as chemo or radiotherapy. It's also thought that smokers tend to undergo menopause around two years earlier than non-smokers. Linked to this, there are some definitions we should know. Premenopause is the phase of life before the menopause, and postmenopause is the phase of life after it. The transition from cyclical menstrual cycles to complete cessation is an instant and may take several years. Perimenopause also known as menopausal transition or climacteric, is the phase from the onset of this change in typical menstruation and lasts until 12 months after the last period. Menopause before the age of 45 is considered early, while before the age of 40 is premature. This is linked to premature ovarian insufficiency, which is the hypoestrogenic status and resulting syndrome due to a decline in ovarian function before the age of 40. The range of symptoms attributable to menopause is enormous, and on average, symptoms last around 7 years. Vasomotor symptoms are the most commonly encountered, such as hot flushes and night sweats. The exact reason why is not certain, but alterations in the thermoregulatory zones and potentially the effect of increased follicle-stimulating hormone increasing temperature may be the explanation. 70-80% to 
will experience vasomotor symptoms. Genitourinary syndrome of the menopause is a relatively new term that includes the genital symptoms of the menopause, such as vaginal dryness and itching, the sexual symptoms, such as discomfort during intercourse, called dyspareunia, and urinary symptoms, like dysuria, recurrent urinary infections, and urinary urgency. Vulvovaginal atrophy and atrophic vaginitis were terms previously used. Mood changes are also common, including low mood and withdrawing from social interaction. Linked to this, there can also be anxiety, and memory disturbance, sometimes called brain fog, is also possible. Headaches, muscle aches, insomnia, hair loss, low energy levels and low libido are also common findings. Osteoporosis is more common after the menopause, as bone density declines by around 12%, and as a result, there can be an increased risk of fractures. Cardiovascular risk also increases, partly due to the loss of the protective effects of estrogen, and changes such as increased fat mass and alterations in lipid profile, as well as insulin resistance. The diagnosis of menopause is clinical meaning there is no specific test that is required. In general, it is made in retrospect following 12 consecutive months of amenorrhea in a female of an appropriate age, most commonly considered above 45 years. There are, however, some tests to keep in mind. A pregnancy test, especially in younger females, and although rare, pregnancy in those females around the age of menopause is not unheard of. In those under the age of 40, blood tests including follicle-stimulating hormone is recommended as a persistently elevated level could be consistent with menopause. It's not recommended in those above 45 as there is likely to be variability throughout the cycle in perimenopause. Differentials to consider include pregnancy, as we mentioned, but other conditions that may affect ovulation and menstrual bleeding including polycystic ovarian syndrome, hyper or hypothyroidism, and anorexia. Hot flushes may also be caused by other conditions, like carcinoid syndrome and medication like tamoxifen. The aim of treatment with menopause is to relieve symptoms that are impacting the day-to-day functioning, and in cases of those with premature menopause, to prevent complications. The options include non-pharmacological measures, lifestyle changes like exercise and weight loss, if overweight, have been shown to improve hot flushes and are also known to have a beneficial effect on cardiovascular risk. Smoking cessation is also recommended as smokers also tend to suffer more from vasomotor symptoms. Avoiding certain environments like hot places, alcohol and caffeine can also help reduce hot flushes. Pelvic floor exercises have been shown to be useful in reducing occurrences of urinary urgency, and cognitive behavioural therapy can be helpful for vasomotor symptoms and mood disorders. Hormone replacement therapy involves replacing the lost hormones, which is usually the addition of oestrogen. But if a uterus is still present, then progesterone needs to be added to reduce the risk of endometrial hyperplasia and cancer. Use of oestrogen is thought to reduce hot flushes by around 90%.
oral preparations are available. They can be either a continuous regimen, where the tablets are taken daily, which is preferred in those who have had amenorrhea for 12 months. Or it can be sequential, where oestrogen is taken daily and progesterone is taken for 10 to 14 days in a month to more closely resemble physiological cycles, and this may help regulate the bleeding pattern, more typically preferred in perimenopausal females. Transdermal patches, gels and spray preparations also exist, which may have a lower risk of venous thromboembolism than oral preparations. Vaginal oestrogen preparations are first line in countering the symptoms of genitourinary symptoms of the menopause, and do not generally need progestin as well. At present, there is no specific cut-off age to come off hormone replacement therapy, and this decision is taken on a case-by-case basis, but in general, the lowest dose for the shortest possible time. There is an increased risk of venous thromboembolism and stroke on hormone replacement therapy, and a small increase in breast cancer when using oestrogen and progesterone. Some sources state that there are no absolute contraindications, and each case should have the risk and benefit weighed up, while others state hormone replacement therapy is contraindicated in those with a history of breast cancer, venous thromboembolism, or arterial thromboembolism, or liver disease. Non-hormonal options can include selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors, serotonin noradrenaline reuptake inhibitors, paroxetine and venlafaxine being examples, and gabapentin is another option, although these are not generally as effective in dealing with hot flushes as hormonal therapy.